0: Section twenty two of Optics. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Pamela Krantz. Optics by Isaac Newton. Book two, Part two. Section one. Remarks upon the foregoing observations. Having given my observations of these colours, before I make use of them to unfold the causes of the colours of natural bodies, it is convenient that by the simplest of them, such as are the second, third, fourth, ninth, twelfth, eighteenth, twentieth, and twenty-fourth, I first explain the more compounded. And first, to show how the colours in the fourth and eighteenth observations are produced, let there be taken, in any right line, from the point Y, in figure six, the lengths YA, YB, YC, YD, YE, YF, YG, YH in proportion to one another as the cube roots of the squares of the numbers one half, nine sixteenths, three fifths, two thirds, three quarters, five sixths, eight ninths, one, whereby the lengths of a musical chord to sound all the notes in an eighth are represented that is in the proportion of the numbers sixty three hundred sixty eight hundred fourteen seventy one hundred fourteen seventy six hundred thirty one eighty two hundred fifty five eighty eight hundred fifty five ninety two hundred forty three ten thousand and at the points a b c d e f g h let perpendiculars a alpha b beta etc be erected. By whose intervals the extent of the several colours set underneath against them is to be represented, then divide the line a alpha in such proportion as the numbers one two three five six seven nine ten eleven etc set at the points of division denote and through those divisions from y draw lines one i two k three l five m. 6n, 7o, etc. Now if a2 be supposed to represent the thickness of any thin transparent body, at which the outmost violet is most copiously reflected in the first ring, or series of colours, then by the thirteenth observation hk will represent its thickness, at which the utmost red is most copiously reflected in the same series. Also by the 5th and 16th observations a6 and hn will denote the thicknesses at which those extreme colours are most copiously reflected in the second series, and a10 and hq the thicknesses at which they are most copiously reflected in the third series, and so on. And the thickness at which any of the intermediate colours are reflected most copiously will, according to the fourteenth observation, be defined by the distance of the line A-H, from the intermediate parts of the lines 2-K, 6-N, 10-Q, etc., against which the names of those colors are written below. But farther, to define the latitude of these colors in each ring or series, let A-1 design the least thickness and A-3 the greatest thickness, at which the extreme violet in the first series is reflected, and let H.I. and H.L. design the like limits for the extreme red, and let the intermediate colors be limited by the intermediate parts of the lines 1I and 3L, against which the names of those colors are written, and so on. But yet, with this caution, that the reflections be supposed strongest at the intermediate spaces, 2K, 6N, 10Q, etc., and from thence to decrease gradually towards these limits, 1I, 3L, 5M, 7O, etc., on either side, where you must not conceive them to be precisely limited, but to decay indefinitely. And whereas I have assigned the same latitude to every series, I did it because although the colors in the first series seem to be a little broader than the rest, by reason of a stronger reflection there, yet that inequality is so insensible as scarcely to be determined by observation. Now, according to this description, conceiving that the rays originally of several colors are by turns reflected at the spaces 1i, L3, 5m, 07, 9pr11, etc., and transmitted at the spaces A-H-I-1, 3-L-M-5, 7-O-P-9, etc., it is easy to know what color must be in the open air, be exhibited at any thickness of a transparent thin body. For if a ruler be applied parallel to A-H, at that distance from it by which the thickness of the body is represented, the alternate spaces one il 3 five M O seven etc, which it crosseth will denote the reflected original colours, of which the color exhibited in the open air is compounded. Thus if the constitution of the green in the third series of colours be desired, apply the ruler as you see at pi rho sigma phi, and by its passing through some of the blue at pi and yellow at sigma, as well as through the green at rho YOU MAY CONCLUDE THAT THE GREEN EXHIBITED AT THAT THICKNESS OF THE BODY IS PRINCIPALLY CONSTITUTED OF ORIGINAL GREEN, BUT NOT WITHOUT A MIXTURE OF SOME BLUE AND YELLOW. BY THIS MEANS YOU MAY KNOW HOW THE COLORS FROM THE CENTER OF THE RINGS OUTWARD OUGHT TO SUCCEED IN ORDER AS THEY WERE DESCRIBED IN THE FOURTH AND EIGHTEENTH OBSERVATIONS. FOR IF YOU MOVE THE RULER GRADUALLY FROM A.H. THROUGH ALL DISTANCES, Having passed over the first space which denotes little or no reflection to be made by thinnest substances, it will first arrive at one the violet, and then very quickly at the blue and green, which together with that violet compound blue, and then at the yellow and red, by whose farther addition that blue is converted into whiteness, which whiteness continues during the transit of the edge of the ruler from I to three and after that by the successive deficience of its component colours turns first to compound yellow and then to red and last of all the red ceaseth at l then begin the colours of the second series which succeed in order during the transit of the edge of the ruler from five to o and are more lively than before because more expanded and severed and for the same reason instead of the former white there intercedes between the blue and yellow a mixture of orange yellow green blue and indigo all which together ought to exhibit a dilute and imperfect green so the colors of the third series all succeed in order first the violet which a little interferes with the red of the second order and is thereby inclined to a reddish purple then the blue and green which are less mixed with other colors and consequently more lively than before especially the green then follows the yellow some of which towards the green is distinct and good but that part of it towards the succeeding red is also that red is mixed with the violet and blue of the fourth series whereby various degrees of red very much inclining to purple are compounded this violet and blue which should succeed this red being mixed with and hidden in it there succeeds a green and this at first is much inclined to blue, but soon becomes a good green, the only unmixed and lively color in this fourth series. For as it verges towards the yellow, it begins to interfere with the colors of the fifth series, by whose mixture the succeeding yellow and red are very much diluted and made dirty, especially the yellow, which being the weaker color, is scarce able to show itself. After this, the several series interfere more and more and their colors become more and more intermixed till after three or four more revolutions in which the red and blue predominate by turns all sorts of colors are in all places pretty equally blended and compound an even whiteness and since by the fifteenth observation the rays endued with one color are transmitted where those of another color are reflected the reason of the colors made by the transmitted light in the ninth and twentieth observations is from hence evident if not only the order and species of these colors but also the precise thickness of the plate or thin body at which they are exhibited be desired in parts of an inch that may be also obtained by assistance of the sixth or sixteenth observations for according to those observations the thickness of the thinned air which between two glasses exhibited the most luminous parts of the first six rings were one one hundred and seventy eight thousandth three one hundred and seventy eight thousandth five one hundred and seventy eight thousandth seven one hundred and seventy eight thousandth nine one hundred and seventy eight thousand eleven one parts of an inch, suppose the light reflected most copiously at these thicknesses be the bright citrine yellow or confine of yellow and orange, and these thicknesses will be f lambda f mu F nu f xi f omicron f iota and this being known it is easy to determine what thickness of air is represented by g phi or by any other distance of the ruler from a h but farther since by the tenth observation the thickness of air was to the thickness of water which between the same glasses exhibited the same colour as four to three and by the twenty-first observation, the colors of thin bodies are not varied, by varying the ambient medium. The thickness of a bubble of water, exhibiting any color, will be three-quarters of the thickness of air, producing the same color. And so, according to the same tenth and twenty-first observations, the thickness of a plate of glass, whose refraction of the mean refrangible ray is measured by the proportion of the signs thirty-one to twenty, may be twenty thirty-firsts of the thickness of air producing the same colors, and the like of other mediums. I do not affirm that this proportion of twenty to thirty-one holds in all the rays, for the signs of other sorts of rays have other proportions. But the differences of those proportions are so little that I do not here consider them. On these grounds I have composed the following table. Where in the thickness of air, water, and glass, at which each color is most intense and specific, is expressed in parts of an inch divided into ten hundred thousand equal parts. Now if this table be compared with the sixth scheme, you will there see the constitution of each color as to its ingredients, or the original colors of which it is compounded, and thence be enabled to judge of its intenseness or imperfection, which may suffice an explication of the fourth and eighteenth observations unless it be farther desired to delineate the manner how the colours appear, when the two object-glasses are laid upon one another. To do which, let there be described a large arc of a circle, and a straight line which may touch that arc, and parallel to that tangent several occult lines, at such distances from it as the numbers set against the several colours in the table denote. For the arc, and its tangent, will represent the superficies of the glasses terminating the interjacent air, and the places where the occult lines cut the arc will show at what distances from the center, or point of contact, each color is reflected. The thickness of colored plates and particles of their colors of the first order. Very black. Air, one-half. Water, three-eighths. Glass, ten-thirty-firsts. Black air one water three quarters glass twenty thirty firsts beginning of black air two water one and a half glass one and two sevenths blue air two and two fifths water one and four fifths glass one and eleven twenty seconds white air five and a quarter water three and seven eighths glass three and two fifths yellow Air seven and one ninth, water five and one third, glass four and three fifths. Orange, air eight, water six, glass five and one sixth. Red, air nine, water six and three quarters, glass five and four fifths. Of the second order, violet, air eleven and one sixth, water eight and three eighths, glass seven and one fifth. Indigo. Air, twelve and five-sixths, water, nine and five-eighths, glass, eight and two-elevenths. Blue. Air, fourteen, water, ten and a half, glass, nine. Green. Air, fifteen and one-eighth, water, eleven and two-thirds, glass, nine and five-sevenths. Yellow. Air, sixteen and two-sevenths, water, twelve and one-fifth, glass ten and two-fifths orange air seventeen and two-ninths water thirteen glass eleven and one-ninth bright red air eighteen and one-third water thirteen and three-quarters glass eleven and five-sixths scarlet air nineteen and two-thirds water fourteen and three-quarters glass twelve and two-thirds of the third order Indigo, air twenty two and one tenth, water sixteen and four sevenths, glass fourteen and one quarter. Blue, air twenty three and two fifths, water seventeen and eleven twentieths, glass fifteen and one tenth. Green, air twenty five and one fifth, water eighteen and nine tenths, glass sixteen and one quarter. Yellow, Air twenty-seven and one-seventh, water twenty and one-third, glass seventeen and one-half. Red, air twenty-nine, water twenty-one and three-quarters, glass eighteen and five-sevenths. Bluish red, air thirty-two, water twenty-four, glass twenty and two-thirds. Of the fourth order, green, air, thirty-five and two-sevenths, water, twenty-six and one-half, glass, twenty-two and three-quarters. Yellowish-green, air, thirty-six, water, twenty-seven, glass, twenty-three and two-ninths. Red, air, forty and one-third, water, thirty and one-quarter, glass, twenty-six. Of the fifth order, greenish-blue, air forty-six, water thirty-four and one-half, glass twenty-nine and two-thirds, red, air fifty-two and one-half, water thirty-nine and three-eighths, glass thirty-four. Of the sixth order, greenish-blue, air fifty-eight and three-quarters, water forty-four, glass thirty-eight, red, air sixty-five, water forty-eight and three-quarters, glass forty-two, of the seventh order greenish blue, air seventy one, water fifty three and one quarter, glass forty five and four fifths, ruddy white, air seventy seven, water fifty seven and three quarters, glass forty nine and two thirds. End of section twenty two. Recording by Pamela Kranz.